I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer programmed reality. Welcome everyone to Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Johnny Android, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in the metaverse. We record our episodes live in Allspace every week, and you can join us from your PC or VR headset. Just log into Allspace, join our Simulation Nation channel, and teleport in to offer your opinion, question, or whatever else. Today, we are exploring the role that sex and intimacy have to play in the metaverse. This is a sex coach who uses avatars and virtual worlds as a means to explore sexuality without guilt, shame, and blame, and to reframe to reframe sex as a healing act. Talk to us about tantric secrets, uh, tantric secret, secrets. That's a tongue twister. Self authority and prioritizing pleasure in discreet virtual playrooms. Ladies and gentlemen, here to smash all taboos is Ines. <laughs> Hey, Johnny. Wow. He's getting his tongue twisted already. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) This is great. Yeah. Love the flying entrance. I uh, do wish I had my wings, but I just have the choker tonight. So we have this designed by Google Hertz and I chokered Johnny tonight as well. Yes, this is a heart choker, uh, and uh, it sort of goes with my rest of my outfit. A little bondage going on, a little bit of goes what it's uh, you know uh, underground club, something like that. Um, so I'm loving it. Um, if you wanted to step just a little bit towards me, then we'll get you right up the spot. That is perfect. Uh, and here Hi. we are. Okay. Yes, I'm Venus SX. That was a pretty rushed introduction. And you said a lot of stuff, like all in the space of a short amount of time. And I was like, what the hell does he mean? She, she wants to do what? Reframe sex as a healing act. Is that what you said? Did say that. Was that, that sounds like a big claim. <laughs> I think is that it must have been on one of your flyers or maybe your website, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Johnny's Johnny's great. He went into my website and looked at my events and really pulled out the pieces that uh, I think fantastic for us to talk about in VR. Uh, so yeah, well done. Thank you for inviting me on your show, Simulation Nation. I have um, the privilege of being able to show you also some of the best worlds in alt space VR uh, in collaboration with the VRM creative team. And so I'm really excited that we'll do that in the second half of this event. Um, so I'm, am, yes, as Johnny said, I'm a pleasure advocate, really, overall. Uh, I advocate for us being more natural in our erotic expression. So the way that I do that is by hosting parties, uh, educational events, like interactive workshops that sort of encourage us to feel a bit safer together as a community yeah, a community of respectful, mature people and where we can play and sort of learn together in an easier way or expand our imagination. So it's about building confidence, really. That's what I'm really excited about, more confidence to play in here with each other. That's really interesting and there's a lot to talk about. And um, I'm sure a lot of you will have questions and comments, so please do use the raise hand option and in between sections, we'll try to take some of your questions. And and maybe later on the show, we may even have a demonstration if someone wants to come on up here on the stage and uh, have some fun. Uh, We got people already. I love that. We've already got hands up. 
Yeah, forget the talking. Let's go straight into the play. <laughs> well, we do get into the play. We will get there, but we want. I have. I've. Already, I'm fascinated with uh, what you do and 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 all that you're uh, involved with here in all space media. So I do want to talk a little bit about your origin story and find out how you got involved in this line of work and then how you became involved in virtual reality. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Johnny. Oh, it's always good to go back to the origin. Like I find it's always interesting to find out where someone got their inspiration or, you know, where, where did they get this passion for what they're doing? So I'm really passionate about helping people smash taboos. I guess you mentioned that, uh, like I, my origin is that I was brought up in a Christian uh, house and a, you know, Christian upbringing, which some of us have had some flavor of that generally in the Western world. And as you know, you know, a lot of that stuff is about repressing our natural nature, you know, repressing what we, how we really uh, are, which is erotic, sensual, magnificent, amazing beings. And we uh, have had a lot of information come at us from society's um, sort of paradigm that you have to look a certain way to be sexy, for example, uh, or you can't be erotic because you don't fit into this box. And so one of my passions is to help people break out of that, you know, to break through conditioning and sort of look at ourselves and go, well, what do I want to unlearn that I learned from my parents or my teachers or my pastor, you know, or the stuff that I was taught that is not actually mine. I don't actually really even believe it. I just do it because that's what society says I should do. So that's sort of, that's what comes from my spirit. Um, my actual, what, how did I get started in all of this though? I guess when my mother kicked me out of home and I started, you know, exploring life and the world and seeing that if I was just open and expressive, I could relate with lots of different people. And so I learned a lot through my own sexual experiences. And then I got the job, the breakthrough job. <laughs> I um, got in Melbourne. I was appointed as the, you know, sex toy consultant, like a sex toy party. Have you ever, ladies, ever been to one of those? Blue Moon City Girl would maybe know. Generally, it was a ladies thing. You know, we'd get the friends around home, have a few champagnes, have a drink, <laughs> and then we'd talk about our different sex accessories and, you know, costumes, outfits, books, education, vibrators, and toys. And it was there that I started opening, it opened my eyes to a whole nother world of uh, interaction between people not just, you know, women using a vibrator because they don't have a partner. I worked with so many couples who were looking to just explore a little bit more, you know, express their fantasies and toys and accessories actually really support that exploration because it's an object. It's a thing that you can talk about. It's sort of not as scary sometimes because it's like, oh, let's try this out. And it's a fun little thing. And then from there, you can start to explore more of your fantasies. So I then managed that store. It was a lesbian-owned sex shop. Fantastic. Uh, these women came together and went, well, well, there's a lot of toys out there that look really ugly. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys you know, are familiar with some of the, the toys that are on the market. Back in the old days, they just looked so disgusting. Like why would you want to put that anywhere near your body? And mostly because they were designed by men, I think, <laughs> and mm. we, like, we had no idea. Um mm. And so these, this was lesbian women designing their own strap-ons and their own toys. So as you can imagine, they worked it out. So I was yeah. really excited to sell their products because they were actually really good quality. And so that's when I started my role as a sex toy expert. Uh, and I helped a lot of couples in a lifestyle show called Sexpo. 
over here. We have a sex and lifestyle show uh, that was running for 10 years. So every year I'd go to that show and would support couples and people to, you know, sort through all of the shit that's out there and choose really good quality, quality products for themselves. And it was through that, which sounds funny, it was through the sales role that I learned so much about the concerns and the conditioning and the fears that people have. And mm. I then set me, it all sort of, sort of set me on a journey then of going, okay, well, how can I help people who maybe don't feel sexy or um, maybe want to live a more erotic life? Uh, I also help people who just want to bring some more excitement or, you know, get, you know, have a bit of adventure in their mm. erotic life. And mm. of course there's always the, the area of therapy, but we'll talk about that in, in a little bit. Mm. Um, and I guess I, I help people who want to express their fantasies and just feel more confident in who they are. Right. Uh, so what else? The origin. And then I went through my twenties and thirties and I was lucky enough to have an amazing relationship where I challenged my boundaries. So at the beginning I was like, Oh, it's all about pleasure. It's all about sensation. You know, I want to have as much sensation as possible. Uh, I want to play with lots of people. I want to play games. And, and I had this uh, relationship where I was safe. I felt safe to explore that. So we went way out there, pushing up taboos in our brain, pushing on any boundaries, getting the torch and shining the spotlight into the darkness within my own mind, which mm -hmm. we call our shadow, um, mm -hmm. you know, from our, the unconscious parts of uh, our being. And Indian, that's a really yeah. important piece. Yeah, it's shining the light into our psyche and looking at where is my repression and where are the areas that I'm really scared to t speak about truthfully. And I help people sort of look at some of those areas because out of that, I find that they can have more confidence to express themselves and get what they want. Basically, <laughs> you want to get what you want, right? <laughs> That's what we, we, you know, would love to, but sometimes it's not so easy. It's like, Oh, how do I get there? I'm here. And this is what I want in terms of my relating with myself or how sexual I feel or how uh, beautiful I feel. Uh, and sometimes there's a, a guidance is needed. So that's how I help people as a sex coach or as a relationship coach is to get you from this place where you are to where you want to be. And I do that Amazing. mostly through somatic exercises. So then what happened? So I then started. Somatic, yeah. Somatic, you mean oh, body, yes. body exercise? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So somatic means simply just of the body. Uh, it's not really a term we use a lot. But I'm a somatic counselor, you could say. I've, for the last 10 years, I've worked as a somatic counselor and a therapist. Um, and what that means is I've worked one on one with people uh, working with their body. So, you know, allow, encouraging them to touch themselves, to explore a self pleasure, and uh, to learn how to receive, you know, receive pleasure from somebody else and not have to do anything. So that's sort of been a part of my therapy work and uh, erotic work with people. And then I started opening up as I grew up, obviously, got a bit older. I started to see that, yeah, you can have, you know, explore your fantasies and have all this great fun time. But it's, I now have learned that it's more about presence is the gateway to pleasure. Mm. Like present, being present with myself, not being stressed and anxious or my mind over here, but being in my body and present and able to breathe and meditate into a, an erotic space. And so 
and I'm not talking about boring meditation. <laughs> I mean, look, for me, meditation itself, just sitting and, you know, have like observing the thoughts I find quite challenging. I think I have quite a fast mind. Uh, and so I found erotic meditation <laughs> really worked because I'm actually doing something at the same time. So that's a part of the Tantric Secrets workshops, which you mentioned, mm. uh, and we could talk a little bit about that or if people want to ask about that, we can um, touch on the meditation side of it. Uh, but so I started exploring Tantra, uh, doing a few courses in Tantric techniques, uh, and that's where I learned about being present and not racing toward the goal of you know, intercourse or ejaculation, trying to actually really enjoy the pleasure along the way before we reach those more interactive spaces. <laughs> hey, Connie Lou. And so what else do you want to know? And then the last six mm -hmm. years, the yeah. last six years has been a whole different exploration into a shamanic uh, education. So what I mean by that is I have joined a, a – I guess a foundation or a group of people who have a, a huge body of knowledge that's based on nature worship or nature connection. That's really what is my definition of, you know, shamanic work is how are we connected to nature? Where am I disconnected from the elements? Where do I, you know, am not in alignment with how the world and the cycles of death and change actually work. And so the shamanic teachings over the last six years have brought me into a whole nother place where it's like, wow, our sexuality is actually like the core of our whole existence. Our erotic life, our erotic person inside us is oh, so important to nurture it because it's the source of our joy. It's the source of our connection to ourselves and it's the source of our connection to other people. So, Johnny, it just opened up my whole mind. Um, and, uh, yeah, I could talk for a while on that. But bottom line is I bring a lot of the, that stuff of the shamanic nature-based work into my workshops because it works you know if you're anxious and stressed and you ask me what i should do i say go out to the tree <laughs> and you're like what the fuck <laughs> what tree i don't have a tree i live in the city there's no trees <laughs> uh, but it uh, is actually one of the remedies is get out into nature be barefoot get your feet on the grass put your like ground yourself on grandmother earth and talk to the tree. It sounds really silly, but it actually works. Okay. Well, I think it's fascinating that you, you started your journey in the physical, you went to the psychological, and then finally you entered the spiritual. So you've really been taking it to a deeper, broader place, which is pretty incredible. The next phase of, of the origin story that I'm curious about is, we just talked about grounding ourselves in the real world, in the trees. How did you end up here in the metaverse, Venus? <laughs> Great segue, Johnny. Perfect. Um, beautiful. How did I end up here in the metaverse on Simulation Nation with Johnny Android? Wow. I don't know. Woo. I must have done something right. <laughs> Prayed to the right tree or something. <laughs> exactly. I talked to the tree that, that knew Johnny. And the tree there went and go. told Johnny, hey, you got to get her on. Uh, how did I get here? It's a really interesting story, actually, because I'm usually a later doctor. I'm the one that went, mobile phones, oh, they're not, they're not necessary. I'm fine. I don't need a mobile phone. Uh, yet now here I am being an early adopter, and that's really exciting. Uh, I had just a friend who was a filmmaker uh, rock up and say, hey, I'm 
you know, into VR and I want to make erotic films or I want to like talk about female empowerment and uh, celebrate the women's uh, female body. And I was like, okay, cool. Show me what you're doing. And so she showed me alt space and pretty much straight away, I fell in love with this place (laughs) Uh, and have been here now exploring for a year and a half nearly and have, you know, forayed out into a couple of other platforms. I do also do events and and host with uh, Raspberry Dreamland. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're an independent platform Uh, Hmm. and they're, uh, they got kicked out of alt space basically. (laughs) So (laughs) they somehow didn't, um, fit within the box and they actually got mm, booted. So they're now creating their own independent platform and that's called Raspberry Dreamland or Raspberry uh, RD Land. And that's a totally 18 plus. Um, so my events are mostly 18 plus. And I just mentioned that because it's good to know that we'll be talking about adult topics, not because they're like full on sex parties. Well, not yet. That's down the track. Um, but <laughs> for now, uh, my workshops are more about communication, um, interacting with yourself and learning about yourself. Uh, what was the question? How did I get in here? Yeah, so Old Space yeah. just blew me away. And at first I was like, ah, my whole career is built around like encouraging people to connect physically more and like be more intimate or have a greater intimacy with themselves. And I was like, oh, I don't see VR doing that. But I, that was totally ignorant, right? That was my idea, like a lot of people have of VR. Oh, it's disconnected. You're in your home. You're not being social. When actually I discovered when I got in here, I was being very social and I've met the most amazing people. I've made the best friends and I have seen, I see the potential that VR provides for education. Absolutely. You're not the first person to do that on this stage where it was like someone who's very grounded and involved in nature and then they come in here and they realize the spirits behind these avatars that are speaking to them from across the globe. You're in Australia right now. I'm in Los Angeles and yet we are on the same stage sharing something that we couldn't have shared otherwise. So uh, absolutely. I love how it, it uh, just, you know, traverses all of those borders, you know, that obviously language is a border, but uh, yeah, having that ability to meet other people and understand other people's cultures is so cool. And so when I, I jumped in here, I was like, okay, we need some sensuality and eroticism, but in a, in a non-sleazy way. You know, of course, it's really easy to step into this type of area and uh, we feel nervous often talking about it because it's not really a subject that often we talk about a lot, like my intimate life or my erotic life. Uh, I want to provide a space that it's done in a safe way. You know, so that means building a community. So what I'm doing, Venus SX is a community of really cool people who want to come together and explore and grow more confident and share with each other. And then from there, learning more presence, because I think there's a lot of therapy. So this is the potential I see for VR. There is a therapeutic element here. I don't know if you guys know what I mean by that. I think there's this ability for us to step outside of ourselves or deeper inside of ourselves whichever way you want and step into another role, you know, and role play is actually a really effective form of therapy. Uh, And the way that I do it, it's fun because it's erotic role play or, you know, sensual role play where you're learning how to communicate uh, about setting up a, a scene with somebody, or you're just wanting to share a fantasy with your partner in a quiet way, (laughs) or you're wanting to learn to ask for what you want. So, 
to do it in a non-sleazy way is what I'm about. And so that means I have a lot of moderation at my events and I have moderation on my Discord channel. So it's really great if you join, if you like what I'm talking about or you want to know more, you can join me on my Discord server, which is obviously not safe for work. And so, you know, we can share a bit more there in an open way, a bit more racy material can be posted. (laughs) So um, if you want to join my Discord channel, you can jump in there and I'd love for you to join the conversation because that's where the community is being built really. Um, so what else do, would you like to know? Yes. So, um, we, and by the way, and everyone who's around here, we will have a demonstration later. So if you're mustering up the courage now to come up on the stage, maybe, uh, this will have, have some fun with us. So, um, before that though, I wanted to talk a little bit about your philosophy. I got some of these slides, uh, that sort of, um, sort of talk about some of the things you're dealing with. And this one says, imagine that I have my own authority and my own teacher. I have self-authority. It's a very self-empowering statement, obviously. Um, How do you you express uh, that a little bit or elaborate on that? Imagine that I am my own authority. Yeah, so these imaginings came from uh, some teachings, some shamanic teachings from the 12 imaginings of the grandmothers. And the 12 imaginings of the grandmothers, I'm not sure exactly what, that is. But what I feel it is, is the grandmother wisdom, you know, the feminine wisdom uh, that is held in uh, each and every one of our bellies, in our wombs. And the grandmothers, as you know, our grandmothers are the ones that have the wisdom and they know how life is and they help us and support us to expand our imagination and think a little bit bigger, you know, go for more of your dreams. So this is one of, so the imaginings that you've got, Johnny, are sort of taken from these 12 imaginings of the grandmothers. So they are asking us to stretch our mind. Imagine that I'm my own authority and my own teacher. I don't think we're taught that mostly. I think we're taught that you don't really have self-authority, that you follow what you're told, that you uh, tick the boxes and that you fit within the social construct. And don't think for yourself either. Definitely don't think for yourself. That's why psychedelic drugs are illegal. And so the imagining is I am my own authority. Now, what does that mean? Can I, how do I have more self-authority in my life? That means being confident in who you are. So there's some work there to do. You know, there's some self-acceptance. Uh, quite a lot of the stuff that I do is like, how can I have more self-acceptance for who I am? Like my good shit, my bad shit and everything in between. And from that place, How can I then communicate with other people from a very grounded place where I've got my fibers tied, like my energetic fibers are tied. Talk about them if we need to. And from that place, I can have self-authority, which means that I stand by my choices. So I make sure, and this is important piece, I have to make sure that I stand within my own circle, as we say, stand within my own circle and not get involved in your circle. Yeah, so your Mm. circle is your circle and mine Mm. is mine. And I make sure that I protect my circle of resources and what I know and my self-love. And I keep that close to me. And the key is to not jump into other people's circles. Don't get involved in stuff that's not your business. Don't get caught up in their bullshit. (laughs) Like how do we learn how to support them? Like let's say you're my partner, Johnny, and I want to support you and I want to have a co-empowered relationship, meaning I want to listen to you and support you and challenge you. Um, but you know, sometimes we don't really know how to do that in a kind and honest and truthful way. Mm -hmm. One thing we do have to learn is self-authority. 
because then I can say in a kind, compassionate way, I need to express my truth to you and I will take responsibility for that, for the consequences of that. And so I think self-authority is a huge piece that we haven't been taught. It's been taken away from us as well a little bit. Like, And so what we need to learn is how to make our own choices. And when we make that choice, know that it is done um, from a mature place that is not hurting anybody else and is having consent from everyone around me. And so long as you have consent and you have an agreement that is clear, then you can have a bit more freedom to explore, even if it's not erotically, even if it's just explore being more truthful with your partner or your friend or your colleague and explore staying in a space where you are centered and grounded. You don't lose your shit. Well, of course we lose our shit. (laughs) You know, of course we lose our stuff. We get angry and frustrated and get stressed and anxious and, you know, fearful, but with, education and more awareness, we can learn to move those emotions quicker and not lose as much energy. Right. Oh, no, that's, that's great. It makes, it makes total sense. Um, so I'm curious uh, if we take this uh, sort of from the abstract and, and uh, your, your philosophical ideas. So when you have a workshop, for example, that's a VR foreplay workshop, what kind of things would you be doing in a workshop like that? Okay. So to start with, I've actually just changed the name. VR4Play has just been recoined (laughs) as get what you want. (laughs) And that was given to me by Shane, actually. So I have a colleague called Shane. He's the body whisperer, and he works a lot with women uh, around uh, trauma and body acceptance. And he said to me, what are you calling it that for? It's a bit misleading because in the VR foreplay workshops, we don't actually go into having sex or like start to try and have foreplay with each other. (laughs) I named it that because I actually found that communicating openly and being truthful started to allow me to open up to my fantasies and that became foreplay. And so the name was actually more around how when we create a safe container, like a safe space to share our um, desires in, you know what I'm saying? Like a safe container, Mm -hmm. meaning we say to Mm -hmm. each other, when we sit down to talk about this, we're not going to judge each other. We're going to listen and we're going to uh, just receive what the other person is saying. And then I will give them my feedback. And we make sure that in that space that it always stays safe, meaning I don't get angry at you and start yelling at you and saying, you know, fuck off. You're not allowed to do that. There's rules within that space. If you lose your one point, your your uh, grounding. If you lose it and you start going ah, then you need to take yourself mm-hmm. out of the space. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. um, that's what I teach couples a lot about is how to create a safe container. And so that's what uh, the workshop is about: learning how to do that, and then stepping in with somebody else. You can bring your friend if you want, or your partner, or someone you met yesterday in alt space. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and, or you can pair up with someone else and we explore communication games and self-touch, like how, how we can touch ourselves in different ways and explore pleasure in our whole body. And I, and Shane said to me, no, you should call it, get what you want. I was like, really? (laughs) He said, yeah, because when you learn to, when we learn to communicate more openly, more honestly, and have more self-authority, then I start to ask for what I want. Like, oh, hey, babe, I was thinking about, um, I don't know, exploring this with somebody else. I'm opening up to having a threesome. This is for an example. I've been thinking about, I I saw this girl the other day. She was so cute. I didn't know how to approach her. I didn't know what to do, but I want to talk to you about it. 
and this is how it could happen. What do you think? And then I tell them the story and the partner goes, yeah, okay, cool, great. And you don't have to explore. You don't have to actually do your fantasy in VR. That's what's so cool. It actually allows you to expand your imagination a little bit, maybe test the waters, try out something that you maybe wouldn't normally do. <laughs> and that you can do that in VR because in the workshop, you're actually not going to actually do it. It's theoretical in a way. Right. Uh, and it's interesting. In some of your worlds, I've seen that there's um, balls or, or I guess spheres that you can, that are one-way um, mirrors in a sense. So on the outside, it just looks like a sphere, but then you can go inside it and it's a different experience and it's also private. So you can have couples or more than uh, um, people in there at one time and sort of exploring in this safe way. Uh, is that what those sort of bubbles are for in a sense? Um, that's the Venus's secret, I think. Yeah, Venus's okay, well, secret is an myself. experiment. Yeah, no, we're going to go and have a look there later. So all you guys here, stick it out. Um, we are going to be doing a world tour where we're going to pop to uh, the worlds that VRM Creative Team and Shushu have created. And, yeah, you want to make sure if you haven't seen Elysium or Venus's Secret. Uh, Venus's Secret was an experiment in VR. When I first jumped in, I was like, I want to do this experiment. What is necessary for us to have? What stimulation is necessary for us to have to feel safe, relaxed, and possibly erotic without being explicit, with no nudity and no pornography? That was my mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Venus's secret was born out of that. And so uh it's, it was actually an MRE which has been designed by Google Hertz. Absolutely amazing. Google Hertz has been on my team right from the beginning and he does really great design in combining complex MREs uh, uh based on a trigger system. And so he built these womb spaces, I call them, like a, a sphere, 360 degrees where you slide in and you have an audio visual experience. And it was an experiment to see, could we just have audio and be inside of a sphere and feel erotic? And I think, well, I don't know. I'm not going to say what the verdict was. You guys have to decide what the verdict was, <laughs> is, uh, by coming to Venus's Secret and letting me know. Uh, so there's a couple of experiences there with different uh, voices. I think there's three different ones, and then there's a video sphere, which unfortunately doesn't go so well with Quest Wireless. But if you're on PC VR, you might get a little bit better uh, response from the video sphere because it's 4K. <laughs> mm. So that's Venus's secret. Uh, what that was about was, yeah, how can we imagine? How can we just have audio? and get into our erotic imagination because that's a piece that's really important in VR play is yes, we're here together, but there is imagination piece that's required for us to move into the next level of playing with each other because, you know, ultimately we're looking at a cartoon character. And so it's really important that we get inside our heads and find that place in our heads where you start to visualize. I know that some people might find visualizing really easy, and some people find it really difficult. Uh, some people are more kinesthetic with, you know, they learn through their body. But if you're a visual person, then you start to visualize scenes inside your mind as you start to play with people. And if you're not visual, then we learn how to be kinesthetic, meaning learning how to touch here in VR. And so that's what I also do in my workshops is learning how to touch and explore. Can I give you a shoulder massage, Johnny? And you go, yeah, that'd be great. And you imagine drop into your body and find the memory of what it feels like to have a shoulder massage. Access that memory 
And it's amazing what happens. Incredible. So yes, that's Venus's secret. That's that's great. I I I did jump ahead. There's you have three uh, worlds that I've been to that are absolutely incredible. This next one is a little bit more of a party social atmosphere. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, Violet? And these videos, oh, yeah. by the way, some Violet. of them are by Carlos Austin. So I have to give credit to Carlos. I have this from your website. He shot that. Uh, so Carlos, totally. here. thank you, Carlos. Incredible videos. Have we got uh, Carlos in the house? What have we got? 30 guests. Beautiful. Excellent. Welcome, everybody. If you've just come in, I'm Venus SX, and uh, Johnny Android has invited me on Simulation Nation to talk about sex and uh, the virtual worlds and sex in the metaverse and where we are going or what the potential is. And I was just speaking about the potential that I see in VR for therapeutic role play and for opening up our imagination and, you know, perhaps doing something that we wouldn't normally do in our everyday life. And probably the key, Johnny, sorry, I'll get to Violet. I just remembered something. The key piece, I'm just jumping back to workshops, is I really want you to be able to take away something that you integrate into your everyday life. That's sort of the point of my events. Every event, I want you to have a skill or a technique or a meditation or a how to talk to a tree and you go out and try it out. Like, don't believe what I say is true right? I'm just testing out what I've been, what I've learned myself. I recommend that you take what I say and go out and try it and give me feedback. I'm going to have a toy lottery on my discord channel soon. Well, I'm starting it now. And in that toy lottery is you can gain coins to go into the lottery to win some sex toys that I have. And, uh, one of the ways to win coins is that you give feedback on the events in my discord channel. So make sure you connect with me and learn about how we can do that. So Violet, yes, Violet, Carlos Austin has done the filming and we had DJ Push, who is a German uh, DJ. And Violet was created by, you know, like designed by Shushu and then he brought in his uh, rest of his team. So we have Gruguer. Gruguer's in the house. Yeah. Emojis for Gruguer, part of the VR and creative team. He worked on the art space VR walls. And I don't know what else he did, but he's pretty cute. So happy to have him in the team. Uh, and then we have Andy, <laughs> Andy, and who's DJ Vivid, and Nico Lang, who is, I think, one of the best Unity uh, creators in alt space. I, I must have to say, I don't know many, but he has a real knack for getting the shaders and the lighting mm. amazing. And so Violet is the first ever, I think, UV ultraviolet love rave venue. I haven't seen any other worlds with ultraviolet light. Hmm. so that oh. was a, a difference straight away and Violet was about coming together like you know imagine it, I don't live in Berlin but I would love to go to Berlin and try out some of those kinky you know three stories full parties you know where we have people coming together filtered adults coming together to play in a fun way where we can dance and we can meet new people that's what i imagine violet is like <laughs> so violet is about coming together dancing uh exploring uh, role play sometimes we have performances as well and Violet is just blows your mind. I mean, we have cages for dancing. We actually did a competition where we had a few people jump into the uh, dance cages and there's a interactive sci-fi lamp that Nico made. There's, it's just like a, a playground. Basically, Venus SX events are, you know, the new erotic playground. 
Oh, it's 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 really amazing. The colors somehow make you send you into an erotic space in some way. Like it's a, this purple. I, I don't know. Do you have? Do you know much of the color psychology behind that? I, I even your hair is, has a little bit of that shade to it. <laughs> I love the way you think, Johnny. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Haven't really studied color psychology, but what I will say is. Uh, if I look at the chakras, so Tantric Secrets was a five-part series, which I will run again. So if you're interested in learning a bit about uh, your body, how energy moves and how to get rid of the enemies that drag us down, uh, come to my Tantric Secrets. It was um, exploring the chakras, uh, learning about the chakras. So some of you may have heard of chakras from the Indian um, tantric, uh, tantric lineages. Um, they talk about these energy centers in our body, and they have a color representation, each of them. And the one on the crown, the top, the seventh chakra, is violet. And that is partly where Violet got her name. But before, I, I don't know why Shushu designed it this way. The colors that have come through have just come through out of our collaboration together of me sharing with him I'm jumping ahead, but sharing with him what uh, I was looking for. And what came out of that were these colors, I think a palette, a color palette that somehow makes us feel, I don't know if it's erotic, but makes me feel excited, I would say. And maybe we could relate it to the violet chakra at the top of the head because this chakra is about our dream, you know, about our uh, what we came here to do, about actualizing our dream. So that is why I'm in VR because I've always had a dream of creating a community where people feel free. It's about freedom. Like fuck what society says. This is my rant. You know, fuck that other people tell you that you can't do that with your body. You can do what you want with your body so long as you're looking after yourself and you have consent. And we need to break out of being so scared that someone else is going to say you can't do that. They probably will still say that, right? And that's where we deal with the shame and the blame. You know, we, it, people try to shame us sometimes for just making our own choices. And it's really important that you're actually able to go, no, fuck you. I'm not going to take that shame on because I am strong in myself. I have self-authority and I'm just living my truth. Does that make sense to anybody? I see city girl, your emoji. Yeah, I know that was my, that's, what do you call it? My soapbox. <laughs> yeah, fuck what anyone else tells you you can do with your body. You can do what you want with your body. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, that was a bit of a rant. but um, oh, That's great. Um, I think that it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a bold and it's a healthy point of view. And I think that's why you attracted uh, such talent as Shushu and the rest of them. I, I wanted to mm. bring it to the, the grand, uh, grand finale of the world tour, which is Elysium. If you guys haven't seen Elysium, it's really thing. And we're going to go there after this event. After we talk about Elysium, we'll get some out on the stage here as well. So uh, so somebody, anyone wants to get up here and play with uh, Vetus, um, please uh, get ready. Um, but yeah, we, let's talk, talk let's, about Elysium Do you want to talk about, yeah, Elysium. Yeah, I think it'd be great to talk about uh, Shushu and the VR and creative team. And just, um, um, yeah, so if that's where you're going, let's go there. Yes, absolutely. So uh, Elysium, uh, maybe you could tell us uh, how this came about, because this this world is just absolutely stunning. Um, and Shushu is, is such an incredible artist. How did you team up with him and how did you come up with this world? Yeah, look at that. The lotus flowers we have here on the sides of the stage. 
these are, I believe, designed by Shushu and, you know, created with the whole team together with Nico and Andy Grugier and Cornelius uh, with on the sound. Uh, but this year, this lotus flower was created and born, I think, out of uh, our, our connection. So Shushu was probably one of the first person persons, <laughs> one of the first people, one of the first avatars, amazing people that I met in old space. Uh, when I jumped in, I think the Love Hotel, I don't know if you guys you know, know of the Love Hotel. It's now, you know, been put to bed, unfortunately. Uh, but that I jumped into Love Hotel and that was one of my first experiences of a world. And as you guys know, there's some pretty average worlds here. And so it opened my eyes. I was like, wow, what is this guy trying to achieve? And we then, I was just so um, excited to have my own world that might be like a lounge or uh, a space where we can come together in safety and acceptance. And I just shared a little bit of my um, vision, I guess, and it was only really small because I wasn't sure what my vision was yet, Johnny. I wasn't sure. I was mm. brand new. I was so mm. green. But I was like, yeah, make mm. me something, anything will be great. <laughs> and so he did. And Shushu's design, like his eye for design, his approach to how he creates uh, the world is like from a proper artist, a true artist. Yeah, he's like a theatre director. So he has this ability to pull all of these pieces together. So when you go to a Shushu world, you're stepping into a whole theatre. And that's what I loved about what he does. It's not just textures and shapes. And so he created Venus Lounge actually first for me so my own little home and I was like this is hot it's great it's fantastic but everything was square you know I was like why is everything square in alt space and he's like well that's just how it is there's the square objects it's square I was like no I don't want to believe that <laughs> and I asked for him to make me something round so I want round shapes I want round textures I don't want sharp edges uh, and then the brief, I guess, if I could say, the brief was create a world that is round, is soft. It makes me feel sensual as soon as I dive into it, that has the elements in it, that has water, fire, air, and earth, and void. These are the elements. And that when we join this place, can feel relaxed straight away, open to sensuality, and like almost like in this place of bliss. That's what I asked for. And what was born was Elysium. And I know that it wasn't just Shushu, but he headed that and really pushed for understanding what is it that Venus was looking for. And I was looking for male-female balance. So one of the keys of what I'm learning about, and we all need to learn, is how to have male-female balance within us, like inside our uh, being. And regardless of our gender, yeah, so regardless of what type of body you have or what genitalia you have, we, all of us have this feminine aspect and this masculine aspect within us. And when we can honour that, understand it, and have them marry together, like come together and have fun, yay, then we have a much more balanced life. <laughs> and so I mentioned male-female balance, and what came out of it was the flower. The lotus flower is a representation of that, in my opinion. It's beauty, but it's also the feather, the, you see the vulva of the petals and the softness of the texture of the petals. And then you have the stamen, which is the masculine, you know, active, conceptive energy, you know, ejaculating its light out of, out of the centre of the flower. 
And so the lotus in Elysium for me is an, the epitome of male-female balance coming together to create beauty because that is one of the goals of being a human being. Well, you, 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 you achieved some kind of magic there with some kind of a chemistry between you and Shushu and this world is, is absolutely stunning and we're going to go there afterwards. Um, but shall we do a little demonstration? Should we get someone up here and have some fun before yes, we get into what that? Yes, what shall we do? So we were thinking we about so a new thing. A new thing that I'm exploring is uh, VR role play. So how perhaps we can, and these might start end up being private events. So if you like what I'm talking about, make sure you connect with me on Discord so you can get private invitations. Uh, or you could also just friend me now. Um, but alt space, you know, communication's not that great. Uh, and what's the other way? Uh, oh, oh yes, over here. Oh, I've, I've, I've hidden something, a little surprise in the, maybe we should make people find it. A little surprise is hidden here in this lotus flower. Uh, if you click on that, you get your little target and click on that, then you can give me your email address. So if you would like to be on my VIP invite list, uh, you have to verify that you're over 18, of course, and then um, you will receive the information about my events and a little bit about what I do. So just while we're talking in this next phase, you can just pop it in there and enter your details into the uh, flower. Um, beware that the sender is venussx.com. Now that should not uh, flag any of your email clients, but do check your spam folder if you don't see anything from me in the next week. Yeah, so it'll come from uh, info at venussx.com. And I have a brand new website, Johnny, so people can check that out um, on their own. And what was the next piece? Role play. Uh, so I thought how can we have events where we learn how to do um, yeah, Christine, so people who have just arrived, um, someone just asked me how to connect with me on Discord. Uh, it's Venus SX Productions, but what I'll do is just yeah. do one more message to everybody. So sorry for those who have already received this in their face. <laughs> um, for also, those who um, have arrived, because we had a few people just jump in, Johnny. Right, sure, okay. <laughs> I'm away. Uh, piece great, um, great. It's just that while we're so, here, in if you're on PC VR, um, no, okay, I haven't given you a link button. Beautiful. So that is my Discord username. If you connect with me there, and my server is Venus uh, Access Productions, because I also do have a production company as well, Johnny. That's another side of it, where I produce and uh, put on events for you guys or whoever wants an event. So if you're like a, a private group and you want a private event that might uh, extend into a more sensual space, or if you just want a dance party event, then I have the team that can produce that. And obviously within Shushu's Amazing Worlds. Um, so what was next? Cool. The role next play. Next is if we, yeah, I wanted to have Let's somebody come up here. Okay. Ah. So, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to experiment with how can we create a role play scene? What would I do if I meet someone and what would we communicate about to agree, make an agreement on how to play together? So who would like to be the guinea pig? Oh, there was someone earlier. They disappeared. 
You're not a guinea pig. You've got to come and play with me, actually. Yes, we've got uh, Chartreuse, 50. Oh, we've got Tamara Love right down the bottom as well. Okay. So I've also got Kristen. I think, actually, if you use the – let me see. I guess if you use the raise hand option, I could give you stage access that way. Um, Actually, Kristen already has stage access. How did that happen? You're like magical, Kristen. (laughs) Um, uh, So who is is, – anyone up wanted to come on up here? Did you want to come up here? So I'll just have one person at a time, and what I'll do oh. is just do a little uh, experimental role play. I think Myra, Tamara Love seems pretty keen as well. Kristen, welcome. Okay. I gave you stage acts. You should be able to get up here. You're in 2D. Great. Hey, I've seen... I've seen Christine at some of my workshops, my earlier workshops. Uh, so this is fantastic to have you up here on the stage with me. Um, can you talk, Christine? I can talk. Oh, Do I get you on the stage somehow? Didn't expect it was going to be great. This is awesome. Cool. <laughs> Welcome. Okay. Well, um, I thought so. One thing we're going to do is like see how Kristen. Are you happy to play with me? Absolutely, Christine. Yep, Kristen, cool. Um, have you have any experience in um, sort of communication games or uh, workshops with other people, interactive ones? I've taken your workshops before, so we have role played um, with when we broke off with partners. Great. Yes, that was the original uh, VR four play. Did you gain anything out of that? Oh, absolutely. We learned how to speak to each other how to ask for you know permission and be open and honest and all that kind cool. of fun stuff that's so good okay well that's great so because Kristen has already attended one of my workshops this is excellent actually because i don't have to do the whole prelude to the game and so i can perhaps just we're going to launch into playing the yes no maybe game which is destined to be the third workshop in get what you want called communication training um we could play a few rounds of that to give an example to these people and for us to have some fun uh if you remember, we play the yes round, sorry, we play the no round first. Uh, so anything that we offer or ask of each other, we respond, we check into our body and respond no. And then the second round is yes. And then the third round is authentic consent. But we'll only do a couple in each one. Yeah? Okay. So I will start. Okay. So Kristen, would you like it if I – uh, take this hairbrush here that I have, a wooden hairbrush, and I brush your beautiful pink hair. Venus, I would not like that, but... Thank you. Maybe. You can ask me now anything that you would like. Um, so this is one idea is you can ask for what you need or what you would like, like check in with your body and feel what was my body want, and you can ask for that, or it could be something totally random. So, Venus, I would not like if you brushed my hair with a wooden brush, but maybe you could use the brush I use so my hair doesn't tangle. Yes, I can. I'm very happy to do that. And how long would you like me to do that for? Five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay, cool. Now, what would you like or to do or to have? 
Venus, would you mind if I rubbed your shoulders to help you relax? <sighs> no. No, thank you. And you have to respond, thank you. Thank you. So that's the no round, uh, where you just respond no. And the next round, we respond yes, regardless of whether you want it or not. We are responding yes to the offering. And the key is to check in with your body, like take a breath and feel, what does it feel like when this person offers this to me or asks me to do something? I'll go. So Christine, would you, would you like it if I uh, came over to your house and brought uh, three of my best male friends and we, uh, and we enter in the morning and give you, all four of us, give you a full body massage. Yes, I would like. Thank you. You ask me. Venus, before you and your friends start your body massage, would you like to cook me breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay let me check in with my body yes uh, we'd love to do that and we'll all serve you naked is that okay would you like that yes that would be okay thank you Great. So that was the yes round. Now I'll just point out something in this game. The, the, the purpose is to feel in your body, any somatic dissonance. So somatic dissonance means when you feel something in your body and it's generally in your belly or in your diaphragm, but we say something different, you know, and there's a difference between what I say and what my body is telling me. So that's somatic dissonance. And this is a big word really, but really what it means is this game encourages us to have more awareness of what do I want? When someone offers me something or says something, I don't just say, yes, sure, because I feel I should say yes. I go, hang on a moment, let me feel into that. Uh, I might like what you're offering, but I'd like to negotiate it. So the third round is authentic consent. So whatever she's going to ask me or I'm going to offer or ask, we're checking in with our body first, feeling what the answer is and responding authentically, yes, no, or maybe, and negotiating if we want to. We already, Christine was actually a few steps ahead and she was showing how to negotiate already. She was saying, well, I don't want to do it with your hairbrush, but you can do it with mine. So she's already demonstrated some good negotiation skills. Uh, so let's move into the third round. Um, Okay, Christine, uh, would it be okay if I uh, come over and strip you naked and tie you onto the roof of my car? I've got a really cool big uh, V8 car and I've got a roof rack up on there. Could I tie you up onto the roof rack and drive around town three times? Would that be okay? Would you enjoy that? I would not be okay with you tying me to the roof rack. And driving around town three times. Okay. However, uh, to come over. Okay. So it's, it would be okay for me to come over to your place and we can hang out? Yes. Yes? Okay. Yes. Yay. Thank you. Your turn. Venus, 
Would it be okay if we had a picnic out back naked with your three friends? <laughs> okay. Is that, is that it? That's it. So That's would it. I be okay? A, a naked picnic in your backyard, so it's private. Is there, are there fences around? There's no fences. There's no fences. Okay. Is it a private space? No, it's very open. Oh, okay. It's very open. So can your neighbours see? They can. Oh, okay. Let me check with my body. Well, straight away, my body gets really nervous. Like I feel really nervous in my belly. It starts to churn a little bit. Uh, and so I would say that maybe, maybe, can we just start? That feels like it's moving a little bit too quickly for me. Is it okay that we start a little bit slower? So I would like to come over and have a picnic in the backyard uh, with the, my three friends um, but I prefer to be clothed initially just because I don't think your neighbours deserve to see the fun. They'd have to pay for it. So, you know, okay. I'm willing to do Thank that you. and see what happens from there. Thank you for the offer. That sounds exciting. Cool. Okay, party at Christine's place. Who are my three mates? <laughs> <laughs> Who are my three male friends? Oh, oh we've Coming. got Ghost. We've got Ghost. We've got Johnny and who else? <laughs> and we've got Mr. Bread. Okay, beautiful. Cool. Thank you, Christine. So that was just an example of a game, really simple and really fun. And when played as a couple, if you, it's your intimate couple, uh, your lover, you can really merge into exploring other types of things. So would you like it if we had a threesome, for example, or would you like it if I tied you up and gagged you and spanked your bottom? You know, different things that you can explore. So thank you, Christine. Woo. Great. Thank Thanks you. for jumping in. Um, we will uh, just about <laughs> close it out here and then we'll get to the, yep. I know uh, everyone here would love to do that. I have, I basically have two questions for you. Uh, yep. And then we'll 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 be off. So the first question I have is, you know, just thinking about this, you know, not everyone is going to be in old space even as sure as you and your your summoning animal instincts in some people. How do you deal with trolls, and, and have you had any experience with that? Mm. Good question, Johnny, um, because obviously at the beginning, uh, you know, I had some feedback from some people who had been in alt space for ages saying that's a really important piece is the moderation and making sure that we create a safe place where people can feel comfortable, uh, both women and men, to express themselves. Uh, and so I haven't had a lot of bad experiences, to be honest which is great. I haven't had really a negative experiences. Maybe at one workshop, I just had a few people like just uh, what seemed like male bodies just coming in and just moving really quickly and very closely to people. So, you know, just your normal sort of space annoyers. Um, after that, I learned that having moderation is so important. Um, and it's something that I'm always calling out for. If you, you like to moderate at cool events, then like do connect with me um, because it's so important. But overall, though, have not had huge problems. But perhaps, Johnny, that's because I'm doing things like tantric secrets. I mean, which troll is going to be interested in that, really? <laughs> I don't know. It's Maybe it's a bit too spiritual for some people. And also, as soon as they jump into my workshops, they see that we're not, you know, it's probably not what they're looking for. Right, right, right. And so they leave. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I haven't had a huge issue, which is great. That's great. That's 
It's really great to yeah. hear. The, you know, there there are some people who get a little out of control out here, even if it's not, uh, you know, a sexual matter. There, no way to have that. Okay. So my last question, you sort of touched on it, which is sort of end the usually an episode talking about the future and uh, yes, help to think of haptic suits and how I'm going to take this to the next level where. You know, someone will be in in England and someone will be in New York, and they'll be able to put a haptic suit on and actually feel uh, their bodies and feel hands on their bodies. Have you thought about that? And do you think that's where this is all headed? Um, of course, I've thought about it and have looked into myself as to whether I'm interested in going into that myself. Uh, because as I said at the beginning, uh, you know, my whole business is around getting people to connect more and be more intimate. And this is a whole playground where we can do that. I think I'm not sure, Johnny, because on one level, it require we need to expand our imagination anyway. And uh, VR provides us a space where we can actually do that. The more technology we start to use, um, I don't know. I'm not sure. To be honest, I don't know what my answer is to that. It would be curious to explore, and I'm sure that haptic suits are going to be something that people will jump into because it's the next step. Um, Whether it will provide us what we want, I don't know. You know, will it provide us that that sensate the the feeling of physical intimacy, or will it still feel like we've got a, a machine between us? I, I don't know because I haven't experimented yet. Um, but there's also sex with robots. That's a whole nother a conversation to have too. Yeah. So like robots and how robotic uh, sexual machines or relationships with robots uh, are starting to occur and where that's going to go. That's a whole interesting conversation, which you could probably do a whole nother session on right. is yeah. ro- robot stuff. Because I have a uh, my one of my ex-partners, they created a uh, – template a prototype robot for me like a fuck machine and uh it it was great but what i realized was i didn't have a relationship with that robot i still needed to have a relationship with somebody either with myself thinking erotically or thinking about my fantasies or having someone else that i'm getting erotic with and i use the robot as a surrogate for them And so the robot itself was not very attractive and I didn't have much of a relationship with the robot. So I don't know how that's going to change if they start to look more human or uh, start to speak to us. I don't know. But for a lot of people, relating intimately with another human is fraught with difficulty. For a lot of us, you know, relationship is a difficult area in our lives even more so now with some of the events in the planet. Like, you know, some people are even scared to be intimate with other people. And that's so sad. That's really sad. We need to continue having intimacy. But perhaps VR will provide a whole other playground where we can have these relationships. Perhaps we will move more into having relationships with robots and other humans. Let's see. I'm excited. Absolutely. Well, how can I know you mentioned before, and I've got uh, here we have this on the YouTube channel. Your arts, how to reach out in alt space, and also Discord. Is there any other way that you could have people reach out to you, or you've you've covered that already? Um. Well, Discord's probably the best. Um. I boycott Facebook and Instagram, so I'm not into those guys. Uh. That is probably the best. You can also, like we said, join my email list, which is in hidden in the lotus flower over there behind Johnny. Um. But direct contact to Discord's best. Great. Well, you can also contact Johnny. 
Thank yeah. you so much, Venus. This was a fascinating talk. I knew it would be, but you're you're so eloquent and you're you're so um, so detailed in in all that you're doing. And I love that you're able to talk about these topics that are sort of taboo, uh, with frankness and confidence and uh, and and authority, like you you said at the beginning. So. Thank you so much for coming and uh, thank you for teleporting yes. into this worldcast of Simulation Nation. Whether you're with us in virtual reality, listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, watching in glorious Technicolor on YouTube, and remember to subscribe to our Instagram at the Simulation Nation, Twitter at Simulation VR, and our Discord server. Join us next time for our return to the simulation as we review Gamer on Futurosity's Flicks and Picks. Until then, stay plugged. Bye, friends. <laughs>